0: All right, everybody, we are back at it again with this beautiful, intimate conversation. I am Danny Terrell. I am your host. This is Central District Reform for Arts and Ideas. Um, I am just doing some of my, you know, before work stuff. And then we will hopefully bring in our guest really soon we have the wonderful beautiful michelle dooley um and if you all don't know her y'all get to know her she's absolutely beautiful and lovely and all of those things there she is Um I'm going to bring her in in a second once I do this stuff, because y'all know I'm not good at technology. Um, I think I got it right. Hey, I think I got it right. And waiting for them to join us. You know, slow start today. There she is. Hello, Michelle. Hi. How are you?
1: I'm doing very well today.
0: How are you? I am good. I am just trying to do my little stuff to add some information in. Um, and then we're going to get started with this beautiful, wonderful conversation. Um, are you back in Seattle? Yes. Yes. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that other stuff in a second. Y'all, I am moving real slow today.
1: Oh, it's fine. Take
0: your time. It, it's going to be all right.
1: It sure is. Oh,
0: thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I wanted to do. All right, everybody. I think I can get started now. i am real slow. Um, let's start with our land acknowledgement, and then I'll move forward. We at Central Mixed reform for Arts and Ideas would like to acknowledge that we are on the land of the first people of Seattle the Duwamish people, both past and present, and we honor them with gratitude and the land itself and the Duwamish tribe. We acknowledge that we are on the land that is stolen from the traditional home of the Coastal Halish people. The Duwamish ancestors were killed, brutalized, and stripped of their humanity. We lift up their work. We hold their pain and their joy as we honor them with our work today. We also know that we are people that come from enslaved African people that endure countless acts of torture and humiliation both during and after the Middle Passage. We bring into this space the thousands of Africans that did not make it to see this land. The work we do today is on the backs and shoulders of the original people of this land and our ancestors, who now guide us. With this, we sit in this place to honor People, African people and their descendants, and to give back to the original people of this land. To our ancestors, we thank you. We see you. We invite you to this space, and we lift up your names and we honor the work that you have done. Um, Central District for Arts and Ideas is a nonprofit organization solely dedicated to presenting emerging Black art, artists, and ideas in the Seattle area. We believe in the value of community, creativity, identity, and passion. These values serve with our strategic frame and guide our day-to-day operations and program decisions. All right, all the business is done. <laughs> that was a lot. I'm like, woo! I'm going to have to learn how to cut that down some. Michelle, how are you today?
1: I'm doing very well. It's a very nice day.
0: Good. Yeah, I have yet to go outside. I will be outside in a minute to try to enjoy some of this weather. Um, everyone, Again, this is Intimate Conversations. If you have not joined us before, I'm Danny Thrill. I'm your host. This is a part of our programming at Central Central District Council for Arts and Ideas. Um, Every Saturday and some Sundays, I invite people to come talk to us and talk to me personally so you all can get to know these folks. Some of these people I know very well. Some of these people I don't know. Some of these folks I see from afar and really admire their work. And Michelle, like we're getting to know each other, but I feel like I do know her, but I'm getting to know more about her. Um and is her your correct pronouns? Let me just start with that. Uh-oh. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, because you know, people be coming for me like, you didn't ask for her pronouns. So, like, don't come for me to y'all today. Don't like you know, just that. Um, each guests I've asked this question and they've answered this question. Black love looks like, and I will read Michelle's response. Black love looks like incomparable support. Black love looks looks alive, golden, and vibrant. Black love is coated with sweetness and warmth. Um, Thank you for that. Um, I like that. Black love is coated in sweetness and warmth. Why is that for you, Michelle?
1: Well, I feel like I feel really loved when I'm around my Black friends. And mm-hmm. It's very, I feel like it's very different in that, in that sense as well. So to right. say that it's coated with sweetness and warmth, that's how, I feel like that's what I receive when I'm around my Black friends who I know love me dearly. Like it's very, it's such a sweet love and I feel very warm inside and on the outside.
0: I love that you're you are Black Love. I just want you to know that you are that. Um, my very first first question is, and I don't know people be tripping over this question, but I'm a I, I'm gonna ask this question. You ready?
1: I'm scared. What's
0: the question? Don't be scared. Um, who are you bringing into the space today, and what are you bringing into the space today?
1: Hmm. <laughs> That's everybody's response. I feel like okay. I feel like I am working on bringing my full genuine self into everything that I do. So that that is who I'm bringing, my full genuine self, especially because I'm comfortable with you and I love the idea of like talking, just a conversation, not really about anything. Like it's just, let's see where the conversation goes, you know, like let's let's ask questions, but you know, we'll see where it goes. And I, I love that. I feel like. I like conversations like that also.
0: Yeah.
1: And like this too. Um, but yeah, I forgot the question one more time.
0: Who and what are you bringing into the space today? Oh, I, there it is, Yeah, what? They're both, who and what?
1: What, I feel like, i, I start my sentences like that all the time. I, I feel like, um, oh, hi Randy. <laughs> what I'm bringing is positivity good
0: i love that i love that it's it's and and people out there when i when we this is team the number two of intimate conversations and i was thinking of like what do i want to ask people and so answering that question of just like uh black love looks like is that thing of just like at times we forget that black love exists in a particular way and how it shows up in different people. You know, Michelle's version of Black love may look different than my version of Black love. And just to be reminded that it's all valid. And yes. And that, like, who are you bringing into the space? And what are you bringing into the space? Because what I'm realizing, and thank you for saying you're bringing your your full self, and you're learning that. Because that is the thing that I'm also learning is to bring my full self into a space. because it is not fair to ask anybody to leave any parts of themselves out. So thank you for that reminder, Michelle. Um, and and again, that question is like we bring so much into a space that we are never we never realize what we actually bring into a space. We just kind of bring it in, and be it positive or negative, we leave it into the space, and we're not aware of that. So just asking those questions. So then this also guides our conversation, and this guides like how we move through. So that is why I ask those questions. So. Michelle, what brought you to Seattle? I know, but if other people don't know, okay. they should know.
1: <laughs> um, I moved to Seattle to dance with Spectrum Dance Theater under the direction of Donald Byrd. That was a, mm-hmm. that was the only reason why I moved here.
0: <laughs> you like to say it. That's it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, and talk about your time at Spectrum. Like, what are you learning about yourself um, working with Donald Byrd? I've inter I've inter- interviewed Donald Byrd before. And and this is a man who who has a long track record of very beautiful work, a lot of accolades, a lot of awards, a lot of notoriety. Mm-hmm. And what is that like for you coming in? I think you just graduated uh, college, correct?
1: Yeah, I graduated in 2017, so three.
0: 2017, so a year after.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And how was that for you, like walking into this space with this this Donald Bird character?
1: <laughs> what to expect like I had heard from teachers at school like oh he's he's crazy he's a crazy man he's, you know right. and it's like I'm I kind of come from that kind of background of like crazy teachers I guess if you want to put them that way um but I yeah walking and I, I really didn't know what to expect I feel like I learned that I'm a lot stronger than I thought I was right because I feel like because I'm so emotional and I'm so sensitive, sometimes that, that can make me feel like I'm weak, but
0: it's, yes.
1: it's not that, it's not weakness. Like I'm actually a lot stronger than I think I am. And I, I love that I realized that through dance, you know, cause also it, it applies to that as well. Like I'm capable of a lot more than I, than I think that I am. And I have to trust myself a lot in, in his right. And then, you know, that equates to real world trusting yourself more, just walking the street.
0: Right. Thank you for that. And, and one of the things that, that I, I've seen several um, pieces from Special Dance Theater and Donald Byrd, and a piece that sticks out that really prominently showed you, of course, was Strange Fruit. Um, and I've seen you do other work from Donald Byrd. But that piece, um, just one, as a Black person viewing the piece, as a Black artist viewing a piece, watching other Black artists viewing the piece. It was like one of those things where you just want to run and grab you all and just be like, no, stop. Uh, What was the experience for you doing that particular piece, like from rehearsal to stage? Because I know, like, I've heard some of the stories from you all that it was pretty intense. But what was it truly like for yourself?
1: very difficult and it, it still mm-hmm. is very difficult I feel like it's still something that I'm still processing till this day mm-hmm. because, because it's so it was so layered like you said it was the rehearsal process alone right putting up with that for a certain amount of weeks and then having to perform it four times plus you know seeing the set for the first time and all of those mm-hmm. so because I feel like because it was so layered, it was very difficult. I had never done right. like that in my life like any any type of piece that really took me to another place like I, I was not in 2019 twenty twenty mm-hmm. uh, that's not where I was in that piece and it was right. very hard for me to leave that like it and and even being in Seattle and, and just being around so many white people and yeah. them looking at you a certain way like you 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 know like I, it's I don't I don't I don't even have to really go into detail like you know. So right. I it, it 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 was it felt like I couldn't escape it because it was like it's my job you know I'm spectrum from ten to four thirty five and then
0: right.
1: we leave and we're around whiteness and then at the time I was living with two white people who were disrespectful rude mm. all around so it just felt like I couldn't I couldn't escape it like it, it felt like right it was there within me everywhere I went. So it was so it was very it was very hard. But I feel like through that I tried to find ways to exit and ways to take my mind off of it. Um right. very hard, but
0: yeah. And
1: what is it what
0: what does it build in you working for um Special Dance Theater, working for Donald Bird? Um and we won't censor this conversation on Donald Bird. Uh love him dearly, but just just knowing that this person has a history of greatness a history of failure a history of things in between and working with dancers and you get to witness this what did it what does it and what did it build in you
1: I, if it feels you said what did it feel like to me
0: yeah What what is it building inside of you by working and witnessing this yes okay. hmm.
1: Well, I, I need. I feel like I need to think about that a little more. But before I answer, I I want to comment and say the the exhibit that they did of him at the fry that was uh-huh. the the first time that I really was like I feel like I was engulfed in his life. So like yeah. I really got to like experience everything. And even with us learning learning the the improv that he did to, that later became the duets that we performed at the exhibit, it it. I don't I don't know how to describe the the feeling but like you mm-hmm. said if felt like the history and things that he felt how how it how I can feel those things in different ways in the same ways because we at right. different times in the same time though it you know um but yeah I definitely felt connected to him differently
0: yeah, yeah. I, just, I I think the exhibit was really beautiful. It was um it definitely um introduced some things that I did not know about uh about Donald Byrd. Um you talked about um living in Seattle and as we if you don't know if you're watching, if you do know, Seattle especially if you are a black person, it is a really hard city to live in. Um and it is not saying that, like, Black folks are not out here loving each other. And there are some easy things about living out here. But there's also some really difficult things. You come from Philly, one of my favorite places. Like, seriously, one of my favorite places. Uh, and Philly, for me, is just like... Liz. You get your life in Philly. That's all I'm saying. I'm telling you, when I was home, I saw, <laughs> I was home for two weeks, saw four
1: white people the whole time. That's See? Four they were all together so it wasn't like even sporadic the same day we were all sitting in <laughs> on a bench it was four that was the only time two weeks
0: yes what is it like being a woman from philly stepping into seattle i'm from detroit and when i stepped in here i was like what's in the entire hell look if you come from an all-black city <laughs>
1: it's definitely a culture shock
0: <laughs> yes i had
1: never been around so many white people in my life like not even in school, I saw like there was a balance, I, at, at UArts. I definitely feel like there was a balance. There right, was,
0: right.
1: I feel like we're de- I feel like we're definitely I like black people and people of color were definitely the like there were less of us, but it wasn't like a dramatic, you know. But here, I feel like it's such a dramatic. But then again, it's not. They're I just they're just not. Here, black people, or I haven't seen them here, but like knowing after meeting people who are from here and meeting, right. people, I'm like, there are black people here. There are. They just got like, pushed out somewhere else. Yes. But um, well, I just I feel like I just went other places. But I don't know.
0: This is this is why we have into the conversation. You go wherever you need to go. Like I'm not here to tell you. I'm not here to rope it in. Like y'all don't understand. Like this ain't it. Yeah. It's. Yes, it is. and that's what I'm saying, like, it is black folks out here. Um, recently, we went back to Detroit, and the, the energy was just different. different. It was just different, and it's like, I, people say things about, like, the Chicago's, the Detroit's, the Philly's, scary, dangerous, but it's something about, like, living out here in Seattle, it is a danger that I can't explain that I feel walking down the street.
1: Yeah, that, oh, my goodness, it's it's so they don't understand like they don't understand they're so there's so much wrapped up in being black in america in general but being in in seattle like like you said like it's there are things that i feel like anywhere in america but specifically here because there's so much whiteness and there's so many people who do not look like you
0: at all so yeah I mean it's sad that at times you can go days without seeing black people in Seattle. Like <laughs> that's real.
1: Oh so draining. That's why I love going home. And yeah. my trip home was very last minute. I knew I needed to go home. I knew I wanted to go home, but like money wasn't right at the time and then right. I, I I just yeah, I was just very last minute with my ticket. I brought my ticket two days before I got on the flight. <laughs> so, yeah. It and I surprised my my parents, like they didn't know I was coming, like uh, it was really nice yeah, my mom was crying and everything she was she was i love her i know yeah i love it too i was but anyway so um yeah i i but i knew it was time for me to go home i i was like i need to be around my friends like right close friends like being in that area in general like you said the energy is different yeah i just knew so
0: and when you, it was time it was time it was, it was time, time. Right, and before you all, like, start hating, hey, we are not hating on Sturkey Dance Theater. we are not hating on bird. we are not hating on Seattle. Just let people live their truth, okay? Like, just let folks live their truth, because I know folks be getting their fillers and stuff. And also, if you all feel the need throughout the conversation to drop Michelle some coins, I have pinned her Venmo and Cash app. Um... Artists, we work our butts off, and we do not get paid where we should get paid, so don't think you dance for special, children no, okay. And we're in a pandemic, so things are shut down. Artists are still trying to create all the stuff. So, again, if you look down in the pinned comment, you will see Michelle's Venmo and Cash app. Drop her a few coins. You know that it don't hurt. Um, You mentioned University of the Arts. Um talk about that experience. I've been to the campus. I did a summer program there or something. Talk about that experience with University of the Arts.
1: I love my experience. I love my college experience. Um I wasn't originally going to go to UArts. I was originally going to go to Hampton.
0: Basically. Oh
1: okay. I did a summer intensive um this summer after I graduated high school, Bates dance festival Uh, that was when I decided that I wanted to dance so when I came back home well I had called my mom and dad when I was still there and I was like yeah I don't mind we already paid like for Hampton like I my one of my friends that I went to high school with was my roommate like we were set I went visit the campus I called them and I was like I I want to (laughs) dance right I yeah and they were like okay so I worked um Cause that was like the end of august and classes start around that time so i told him i wasn't going but i obviously couldn't start anywhere i mean i probably could have started like community or something but you know right at the time i just knew i didn't want to go to hampton so i worked at chipotle um for about that like semester i had took off and i was still going to the dance school that i was going to um mm-hmm. just taking class um still and i was even taking class at uarts because i had a lot of friends that went to uarts right or even you know upperclassmen too that I was go and take class sometimes, and then I started in January, and I just feel like everyone was just so welcoming, and I it, it was a, it was a place of love. It really was a place of love, and it's really you can really tell that now after graduating for mm-hmm. like three years. I mean, it's not long, but you know it's a it's a little bit of time, and still being close with the people that I had right. experience with. You know, especially because we've all changed, you know, and we've grown up. But the fact that we still are able to remain friends is amazing. Like they, yeah, I, I, I'm really grateful for the the people that I met. It's, it's that's beautiful, and the team that's and awesome. In the training, I wish I would have taken advantage of opportunities more. Like, not just dancing, and like, I mean, I took vocal privates my last semester, but like, mm-hmm. you know. I could have been a musical theater minor. Like, you know something right. that I could have did differently that I wish I would have. But I'm very grateful for that place.
0: That's awesome. And you talked about your parents. Um, how important is it that parents support their children, especially the creative parts of them? Talk about that experience with your parents and you said, like, look, I don't want to go to the school, I wanna dance. So I'm switching it up. Were there Was there pushback from your parents? Was it just like, you know what? You, you got your back?
1: Yeah, my mom said she was expecting me to call and tell her that. <laughs> they knew before I knew. Right. Um, But I I feel like it's very important because I can honestly say without their support, I wouldn't be – because I, I, I just imagine calling, them, like, if I called them and they were like, no, you have to go and hemp. And then, like, what that would have done to me, like, you know? Right my spirit would have been crushed. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. so so it's definitely very important because I just feel like if your parents aren't, like, actively and verbally, you know, telling you you're amazing and you can do it, you might not believe, you, you might believe that you can't if you don't have someone that's, you know, telling you that, especially at a young age, even like growing up into adulthood, like. Right. It's very important. It's very important to have your support. I love that. Um, and Don't. Because there are a lot of people who don't. Have, who, I, could, I can't even imagine. I couldn't even imagine I having the support of my parents. And there are so many people who can't imagine having the support of their parents. Like,
0: Right. You know, it's, it's, I tell the story quite often. I am a, a queer Black person. And I am thankful for both of my parents. I'm especially thankful for my father because my father never in my life at least to my face, I don't think he did behind my back. My father never othered me. Mm. My father never, there was never not support there. And again, um, I just think about like, as black folks, we have to break the cycle of not supporting our black children when they say they want to do X, Y, and Z that may be out of the norm of what we think they should be doing. Exactly. Um, if your black kid comes to you and say I may like girls and I'm a girl or I may not know what gender I am I may, like just say okay because we know like that's the whole thing we act like children don't know there are particular things that, that I think we needed to be guide, guided through but for the most part we know
1: <laughs> our kids are so honest Yes. Honest as a child,
0: like they say, they say whatever's on their mind and whatever's right. Hello, young people and the the kids and the elders. They say whatever's on their mind, and you know, in the middle of that, we get a little murky. We try to like please everybody. If you a young child, you ain't trying to please nobody. If you a old person, you like I've done that. (laughs) Right. Right, right, right. Um, one of the reasons that, that we're talking to Michelle, uh, Michelle's, okay, so just so y'all can know what I feel about Michelle is that every time I see her, it is always a genuine smile and spirit. Um, and that is very rare to meet somebody who they just exude that type of kindness consistently and that type of joy and beauty. So if you ever run into Michelle, I've never not ran into you without you smiling from a distance. And and for someone who does not smile a lot, that means a lot to me to awesome. walk up and see your face consistently and smile. So that is one of the reasons um, I wanted to talk to Michelle. We've got to surround ourselves by beautiful people and spirit and just joy. So thank you for that. And I'm excited to say Michelle is one of our showing out artists this season. So you will get to see Michelle's work um, on the showing out stage. I'm super excited about that. Is there anything um, that you want to like give the people like a little hint? Just a drop, a little nugget about what is in your mind and what you think you're creating. Um,
1: We've had this conversation, but I've I've been on the identity of the black woman. And what that looks like, and what that feels like, and what energy that exudes, and what energies it doesn't exude. Yes. The connection. Okay, y'all. That's that's okay. That's it. That's all y'all
0: get. Because I want folks to like tune in and see the beast. Okay. So another thing about Michelle, I'm about to like just go. Okay. So there's two. There's two dancers in Spectrum currently. That for me, them off stage and them on stage, I it blows my mind. You and Mia.
1: Mia, Like,
0: y'all are beats off stage, but when I see y'all on stage, it is like a transformative moment. Like y'all are so zoned. And so, and then when y'all say y'all just like, hey, what's up? what's going on? And I'm just like, wait, wait, wait. Um, Again, I just want y'all to, like, understand that Michelle is somebody I'm really excited about. I love watching them perform and, again, just love talking to them um, and talking to her and just moving through that. If you want to see somebody, like, literally, she transforms on stage. Like, I'm like, where's the sweet, innocent person that I see on stage? Like, a beast uh, on stage. So I'm super excited about showing out. Um, what is a good... T- yes, thank you. Thank you for saying yes. What does a good time for Michelle look like? Like, if you just, like, I want to kick it, and, like, what does that look like for you? Let's move into some, like, non work stuff.
1: A good time? Hmm. It looks like many things. I what, what I... What I've been trying to implement recently is being consistent with my self-care. Mm. Self-care... I was talking with um, Akoi about this yesterday. Self care is not just one, you know, fac- facials and like soaking right. those things because I love those things. Fat Tuesdays with my friends. Yes, I love. I lo- I just I love <laughs> my friends. I love being with my friends or All- any of my friends. Oh, Mary,
0: I love I love my
1: friends and I love being around my friends and I love drinking with my friends. I you know like I I love a good turnout. I do. Is that so a good time? You know, I mean, my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> we were, we was partying. That's why I'm asking, because,
0: like, yeah, okay, any, okay. so another thing about Michelle, like, I'm just gonna fill in some stuff about y'all, and this is why I get excited about, like, any I'm in her presence, Michelle can lay a down on the dance floor without it being a show. Like, okay, what, okay, what was it it was y'all were all wearing white or something like that. It was oh, at L. Was that at David's uh, birthday? The
1: first. It must
0: day. have been David's birthday. You oh, walked in with that white dress on. I was like, oh, ah, ah, okay. And then she broke it down on the dance floor. Oh. Like I mean, I was doing it too.
1: We, it, you know, it, it's a community. You know, you know, <laughs> and that's another thing that's, like, different over here, like, as far as, like, going out and stuff. I go to East Coast, everybody's usually dancing, you know. But here, it don't be that many people. It'd be, like, our, our group. That'd be it. That'd be it.
0: And then, okay, so, yes, I'm about to...
1: See, I'm just about to go
0: there. Not only that, but then you were coming up with some looks.
1: <laughs> oh, David!
0: I'm still sure from that white outfit. Yes, David Rue! That's why I brought it up. Okay, I just want y'all to understand the power of Michelle Doobie. I just want y'all to understand that. Um, and the outfits, like she will go out in some heels, and I don't mean, like no, like no, little two inch heels. Like she would come out with some heels, and then she's like, "What did she just do? Like, why is she on the floor? Like, working the heels on the floor." So what I tell y'all, like, okay, so a good time for you is a turn up.
1: Or not, but it's also like reading up I'm reading this it's it's amazing what is it? All About Love by Bell Hooks mm. I, I, I'm almost done I got this much left that's
0: a big book I'm gonna have to get that
1: I love it though it's yo it's 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 making me confront a lot of a lot of See? Situations or current situations not just big right. ones with like friendships and family and yeah, it's just nice. It's taken me a while to read, though, because I find myself reflecting after every chapter. Right. But it's really good. I, I definitely recommend it. I'm glad that Marco recommended it to me. It's a really good
0: book. I love it. What is, what is, when when it comes down to friendship, because you mentioned friendship, and we have a date where we have some other friends stay say Fat Tuesday or Turn Up Tuesday or something like that. Wait, what what was the comment?
1: Fat Tuesday, Tiff, my friend Tiffany.
0: Okay, Fat Tuesday. We got somebody who love working with y'all. We got Randy. We got David. Hey Tiffany. I think that was Mary. Like we got folks. Um, Randy says we stay lit. Yes, y'all do. My old but how I try to catch up. Um, and then sit down. What does what does friendship mean to you? What does it look like for you? I feel like it 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 looks
1: like acceptance of all all parts. Mm-hmm not just the things that benefit you, you know, the hard parts. Because it's not like fr- friendship, everybody thinks it's like an easy thing, but it's not. Friendship is hard. It's, it's a hard thing. Yeah. You know? But I I really feel like I surround myself with, like you said, beautiful people and people who accept me for who I am and, you know, reassure me that I'm loved and cared for. And, yeah.
0: I love that. What is a Michelle hidden talent?
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't I have any, but I am starting to get really good at doing my my, my hair. I am starting to. I am starting to. Birthday say,
0: hair was like, slayed.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <If> I, <laughs> I would do these, but I'm I'm still. I, I don't know how to corn roll though. Because once okay. I learn corn roll, I can do like crochet stuff. Like it, it's the, but it's hard. I try to look up a tutorial. It's so hard to corn roll. I think I need to <laughs> be with somebody who can do it, and I need to. Do it. Well. Yeah, I don't. I don't think a YouTube server is going to help me. I think, you know, right. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna do. I was going to wait till next week to do it, but I'm gonna do some spring twists. Oh, that's another who uh, I love. Well, well, now now that I'm able, because my unemployment took three months to hit. I was broke AF for three months. I was so broke, y'all. I was so broke, and then it all hit. It all hit when I was in Philly. And I was like, I can buy the things that I, I need to buy now. So right. I, brought, I brought me a little heated um uh shower uh, not shower well yeah shower cap so that I can do like my, my, my hot oil treatments. Like I'm really going to take my hair. <laughs> <period>. <laughs> yes.
0: That yes. crown, you that look, I am letting the crown grow right now. I see. maybe I'm gonna have to come to Michelle and be like, Can you throw some braids in it once it gets long enough? You you can practice on me. I don't care. Like You know, once the crowd is long enough, you got to take care of that crowd.
1: Yes, yes, I would love to. Um,
0: Yes, the pandemic hit. Things got shut down. As we know, people are just now getting unemployment. Some people still have not gotten unemployment and everything like that. What, What kept you motivated during the pandemic? If anything,
1: I feel like being able to talk to my friends. I feel like I keep talking about my friends, but I love my friends. Being able to talk to my friends, and even like living with with Mikhail, it's like we're. I feel like we're so different, but we're also very like. And we had this conversation like two nights ago. Like we're uh-huh. so, so similar. So I feel like that's why it works because it's like we're not so much alike that it's you know annoying, but also not so different that it's like polar opposites. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> we we are. Like, I I love I love Mikhail. I really do. It's crazy, because at school, when we went to work, we, we always talked, and we were in the same friend circle, but it was never just, like, me and him. But now, right. <laughs> you couldn't, you know.
0: Tell that human I said hello.
1: Yes, he's at work right now, but...
0: Yes, yes. I love it. Talking to your friends, yes, keeping that alive, because a, a lot of times, we we don't talk about, we talk about the hard parts of the pandemic, we know that it's really hard, and we know, like, that But also the thing about like what is what got you through it? Because as we know, people be it they they were sick and they died or just depression, like they did not make it through it. Um, What and that was that was a question I just want to ask: what got you? Because you're such a positive person. Um, My experiences of you is such a positive person, and so I'm just like, how did you make it through that pandemic? because i'm i'm not an introvert person like i need people around and unfortunately you know i had a house full of people but still it's like we also got on each other's nerves because it ain't nothing like friends like you know i love my husband love my people. but it's like okay y'all i'm getting sick of seeing your face so just knowing like that someone who always comes out with a big smile like what got you through that pandemic um i feel i feel that because like
1: you said i i like to be around people and, and it was to the point at, at a certain time where I didn't want to be by myself. I felt really lonely when I was by myself, and she talks about it in the book. See, about how loneliness is not loneliness. It's don't look at it that way. It's solitude. It's the time for you right. to be by yourself and not have any interruptions. Like be by yourself, and I feel like this time definitely forced me to be by myself, which is something that I definitely had a hard time with, for for you know, multiple reasons that I don't even really know. You know, right. It's hard it was hard for me but now like having the time to be forced to kind of do that it made me appreciate it so much more like, I feel you I alone my my solitude
0: I love it I love it I love it y'all folks we're getting close to the end of time before I ask you know it goes by real fast it goes by well wow. <laughs> I know like you you know but I try to make sure this is a taste of people. Like, you get a taste of folks, and even like, oh, I want to know more about Michelle. And then you do that research after you drop her some points. You do that research. <laughs> you know, Venmo, Michelle, Dooley at Michelle, dash Dooley dash one, Cash App, Michelle Felicia, dollar sign Michelle Felicia. I'm just saying. little name. And you know, and then, you know, move forward. But drop her some points. Um, just before I ask you your final question, just some things, tomorrow we have another intimate conversation. I'm going back to back with Sire Barbaric. Um, we will get to talk to them tomorrow. My husband is joining late. Why is he joining late? He's just joining late. <laughs> he's right upstairs. That's all. He's just upstairs. <laughs> but he's just joining late. <laughs> um, tomorrow we have Sire Barbaric at 3 p.m. again on Instagram Live with Central Point Parts Ideas. Also tomorrow is the 14th annual urban Urban po- poverty, I cannot speak, poverty form, challenging Black voter suppression, presented by Town Hall, Central District Forum for Arts and Ideas, and the Ma- Mahogany Path Project. We'll be screening um, a 40-minute documentary, Suppressed 2020, the fight to vote, followed by a conversation about Black voter suppression. And practical steps we can all take to confront it. Uh question, let's get political for a second. We got we got some more time. Let's get political. Why should people care about this election and Michelle Dooley's opinion?
1: It's crazy because I was just talking to my mom about how I need to like catch up and you know know. Because I feel like I have a I have a general understanding
0: but mm-hmm.
1: It's kind of based off of things that I was told to like
0: right.
1: or believe in. And I mean, that that's just things that I'm, you know, it goes into like religion and spirituality and all of that as well. But definitely with the things that you believe in. So right. I watched, um, how do you say her name? Is it Ka- Kamala? Ka- Kamala? I get it
0: messed up too. Oh, Kamala. I Kamala.
1: Kamala. 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 Kamala.
0: Kamala Harris.
1: Her, her speech was really nice. Like, I, that's the thing. Like, she was saying a lot of things that that connect connected with me because she's a black woman. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like they're just they're really trying to show that they're there for us, us as in black people. But I feel like there's a lot of talking,
0: and right.
1: Followed up with actions. That's really that's really the only thing. Like, I watched her talk. I watched Barack Obama talk, and I was in the. I watched Michelle Obama talk too. Um, I, I put on Joe Biden, but I—I I, I put on him first. But I didn't feel like listening to any white right people, even even if he is a. Okay, <laughs> I wanted to listen to K- Kamala, Kamala,
0: Kamala, Ka-
1: Kamala. We are gonna get it right one day. We are gonna get it right. I'm gonna look it up and- <laughs> so I can start to say her name right. Kamala, Michelle right. Obama and Barack Obama. I listened to them, and you know, I just I just want.
0: Actions followed. I, you know, I would. Yes, I think it's yes. Um, and
1: Kamala. Kamala.
0: Kamala. Kamala. Thank you, thank you, friend. what's your friend name? Tiffany. Tiffany. yeah. Thank you, Tiffany, because uh, yeah, I will look. I will jack up a name in a minute. I will. Kamala, it's you know, black folks be like, let me help y'all. It's Kamala. And, and love, get it right, people. <laughs> yes, correct. Um, it is so important that we get out and vote. <laughs> um, it is so important that we get out and okay. vote. Uh,
1: and sorry to go back to that. Yes, to go back. Yeah, I I was just saying I really need to start remembering um the names, of the podcasts that I watch, and things like that, so that when I bring them up, I can say I can reference it. Actually, but I was I don't remember the name. I was watching some podcast or something and they had a group of, they had two group of white women, white women that voted for Trump and white women that, that didn't. And they had them in the same room, Leah Osborne, they had them in the same room, and they didn't know, like, that's why they were here. They, and they started off with, like, regular questions, but then they asked, like, why did you vote for Trump? And this white girl, she was like, well, you know, I didn't think he was actually going to win. I voted for him as a, as a joke. And I'm like, the fact that you can take the election as a joke, the fact that that's privilege in, its, in itself. So I feel like and then M- Michelle Obama even mentioned like Trump is not pushing. Well, I mean he's he's an idiot, but he's it's not it's not his his values and his beliefs that right. we exactly that we um are listening to. It's the fact that there are people who aren't voting for anyone, like nobody. So it is important. It is important to vote. I know that the the candidates that we have right now are shitty. I I really do. I honestly think that we just it. I, I don't. It, we need to just start over, <laughs> like the earth. needs to just start over. Black people right. have our own planet. That's how I really feel. We need to just have our own things and be our be by ourselves. Um, there's a
0: there's an article out, and I didn't read into the article, but like a group of black folks during the pandemic just bought like uh, hundreds or something acres of land to start building, and I was like, wait. Oh,
1: yes, yes. Like I, I, that's and I, and that's not it's. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot because I definitely agree with those things, but I also feel like I I have the, trusting myself, I have the resources to, to fulfill those things. It's in our DNA. It's in our, right. in us. We know what to do. We just got to do it. it. Every step, so many things have been stripped from us. So we have exactly. to go back to, the, to the root. We have to go back to the root and, and really, you know, indulge in, in that and not what things look like now after it's been whitewashed and all of that you know through time it's so true and that's why i love my friends because we have conversations like this about stuff like that like you gotta surround yourself with people who you can have conversations like this with
0: exactly and you know i I was what was i looking at uh the Terrell show um if y'all have not if y'all don't know the Terrell show go to youtube and it's not me not this Terrell, another Terrell. T-E-R-R-E-L. I think that is how he spells his name. Just go watch that show. You will get your life. Uh, one of my favorite YouTubers out right now is Terrell. But he was talking to someone about, like, who's on your team? And that has been sticking with me. Like, um, if you don't have people on your team that's supporting you and you can support and y'all are moving together, then you just need to get rid of them, no questions asked. And that could be family members, that could be long-term friends, that could be anybody. But if they are not... About the collective moving forward of people, then you need to get rid of them. So that whole like collective mentality is like you gotta know who on your team, you gotta know what friends you have around you, frenemies or not. <laughs> you have to know that. Um, thank you for that. I have one more announcement. Uh, this month is Black August. Now get this, y'all. Go ahead, say it. I gotta
1: say, so I gotta say one more thing.
0: No, just just go ahead. I'll just do what I do
1: please. okay, so um my mom started to go funny page for this woman named Sarah collins Rudolph um she was the fifth little girl who was um badly because you know about the the four the four little girls who were um in, in the Birmingham church they got mm-hmm. by. four of them died. she survived though, and she lost an eye like she like obviously like. She had some right. trauma and nobody gave her anything. And you know, I'm not surprised. I mean, they, you, you see how they treat us now. That happened in the 60s. That, like, right. It was definitely not given an F about her then. And my mom started a GoFundMe page and they, it reached the goal of 3000 But she, and so she, um, she raised it to 5000 So if any, I was going to try to drop that or if anybody. Oh, please to- drop it.
0: Yes. Please put it in the <laughs> comments if you can.
1: Oh, I got to. I think I gotta oh let me go through
0: my app here because I think she said I think I said so as you're doing that. Let me talk and this is exactly what Black August is about. Uh, black August is all about black giving to so organizations. Okay. Um and so what we're doing at CD Forum, we are um one, we're raising money. We just we just brought on a youth coordinator. I'm sorry, a youth curator um that me and the team will be mentoring. The youth curator will be working uh, directly with me and other team members. We are raising $5,000 to support our youth curator. But we are also, um, within Black August, supporting other Black-led and grant organizations. This is Black Giving Month. Um, Yes, Michelle, you are always looking out for others. I love that. So um, uh, Black August, uh, please use Black August as an opportunity to support Black-owned and Black-led businesses and orgs in our community. Again, we're raising $5,000 to help support our U Curator. Um, you can find out more information and the link to our Give 828 fundraising campaign on our Facebook event page and our website. Um, please do what you can to support Black-led, Black-owned businesses. I always talk about how you you know, drop, Michelle, some money. But it's so important that during this time that, as we know, Black folks have the least amount of resources, um, financial resources, um, resources to health care, resources to good food. Um, So whatever that you can do to give, please give. Um, Our art community is suffering a lot. Michelle is a beautiful, beautiful, fantastic artist. we want to support her work. We are doing what we can at CD form to support her work. And I do ask people to support this beautiful person's work. This is someone that I believe in. This is someone that, that once you see them perform, you will be changed forever. That is what they bring to the stage. And they work extremely hard on and off stage. So when we talk about Black August, and I talk about giving, I may say it in a jokey way, but this is something I'm really serious about, about especially black artists. Um, we are more innovative than most. We move things forward more than many people. And so please do that. Michelle, do you have the information uh, for the GoFundMe?
1: I believe so. Yes, okay, so. Um, I'm gonna write it in the thing, with what the, with the search is.
0: Yeah. And also, if you can email it to us, we will make sure that we get that information out um, on our CD forum platforms. Um, yeah, this... Go ahead, write that information in. Michelle, you are iconic, and Seattle is literally lucky to have you here. Thank y'all both for this. You are welcome, David Rude. Yes, I'm just... Aww. We do not have many Black dancers that are women. Um... Yes. We do not have many Black dancers that are women in this city. And the ones that we do have, um, we need to make sure that they stay in the city. The exciting thing about showing out is that the entire cohort is Black fans, uh, from cis to non-binary to everything that you can imagine. I'm super excited about this. You're going to see some bad ass stuff on the stage. And Michelle is going to be one of them. Um, last question. I'm like, now I have so many other questions. Maybe we just have to do another talk in some other way. Um, my last question for you, and Michelle put the information down, support Sarah. Let me find it. Sarah Collins Rudolph. Um, and again, we will try to make sure that we have that information on our form platforms and make sure we get it out to everyone so you can support Uh, Michelle's mom. What's your mom's name? Let's give her a shout out.
1: Teresa Dooley.
0: Teresa. Let's give a shout out to Teresa and her efforts. Again, this is a black woman helping another black woman who went through something um, horrific and tragic. If you don't know about the four little girls um, um, with the church bombing, please look that up. Do the research. Um, Please. I'm down for a a Michelle Part 2 convo. I am down for a Michelle Part 2 convo also. Yes, yes, people. Okay, so I heard you people. Michelle, we're we going to put this on the books and then I'm going to have other questions. We're probably going to be like a little bit more intimate and personal.
1: Yes, we can do that. You
0: know, yes, this is what I was being on my best behavior, but we may get into some other stuff in conversation part two. That would be like a nighttime, put your kids to bed wow. conversation.
1: Absolutely.
0: A- <laughs> yes, Michelle, what is your joy?
1: My joy
0: Yes.
1: what what is my joy is that like what brings me joy or what, it, what I, my I feel like my joy is is being alive to I mean, mm. be alive because that's not something that a lot of people who look like us can say
0: mm.
1: being alive and yeah, and living living each day with no like knowing that my life matters. That's that's my joy. That's my joy.
0: Yes, I am not going to ruin my makeup right now, people. Because <laughs> anyone <laughs> knows he knows that I'm really emotional. And, Michelle, you're not about to do that to me right now? <laughs> um, I just thought about this, though. Uh, the next conversation we have, I want to do it in person. Yes, we will make sure we put in distancing measures to make sure that. But it's something about being in person with you that. So we're I, I, we going to make that happen. Just stay tuned, folks. Um, we're going to make a, another conversation happen when we're in person. So y'all can get the full effects of us being in the same space together. Um, It has been a pleasure, Michelle. Thank you. Any last words you want to tell the people?
1: Oh, so I have these things, these Black History um, flashcards. And today the one was Nina Simone. Everyone knows who that is, right? I didn't know, although I didn't know that... I never heard the song Mississippi Goddamn. I didn't know that that was the one that she... I thought it was strange, even though I know she didn't write "Strange Fruit." I thought it was "Strange Fruit" is that was you know the one that she did the cover of that you know racially, you know all of that. But I I, I meant to put the song on before we had this conversation, but but yeah. So Nina Simone, if you don't know who that is, look it up. I hope you do.
0: I was freaking out with you brother because I am like the biggest <laughs> Nina Simone fan. That's how I was just like, I didn't like that just made my day. Oh. Like, for real, like, there's probably not a piece of work that I create that I'm not bringing Nina Simone inside of it. Uh, We can't say it.
1: I won't say uh, it. We can't say it.
0: Y'all have to tune in in October, November. Tune in in November, and then you'll know why we can't say what we can't say. (laughs) Michelle, have a beautiful day. I love you so much. Thank you.
1: Thank you. This Um, is
0: really baby. Yes, we'll have to do an in-person just hang out without cameras.
1: Absolutely.
0: But without like this, we can take pictures. Right,
1: absolutely. <laughs> absolutely.
0: Yes, all right, you have a great day. Thank you all. Um, tomorrow again, we have Sire Barbaric at uh, 3pm again. Um, check out Michelle's social media handles are what, Michelle?
1: At Michelle with one L underscore my bell with two L's underscore and then Facebook is Michelle Dooley. Um Twitter is the the same as Instagram, Michelle underscore my bell underscore, but um on Twitter there's no E at the end of Bell because that was someone else's name, I guess. How so, dare them. How dare right. them? Right.
0: Right. Uh, check out Michelle on uh, all of her handles and we will see you all tomorrow. <laughs> same time, different date. All right, have a beautiful day. Mwah. Mwah. Yes.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.